Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's all just on game. Kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. You're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. Hey, everybody. I don't even know. And welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just go ahead. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this, this is. Oh my god. This is the hangover edition. Yeah, if you can't already tell. We have so many problems. Okay, so dudes, we're back in Julie's <laughs> office, aka the crack dan. And yes, we're drinking again because because as everyone knows, the best way to cure a hangover is to keep drinking you know i didn't want to sing that i know but you did and that was nice that you did you're so annoying because i didn't want you to try and i would have been keep drink yeah. yeah oh keep drinking and then you would have said drinking. yeah sometimes i don't know why i might when i'm in the crackdown i'm just like singing just break out into song because you're um cracked out and drunk and hung over um okay so right. to be honest we didn't want to do this two weeks in a row um we like to keep this private for ourselves, but mm-hmm. we found out last minute that Monday, which is yesterday to you guys, but it's mm-hmm. a couple days away for us, mm-hmm. is a fucking holiday. And so we were like, oh, God, who's going to President's Day parties? Are you? <laughs> yeah. So the studio is going to be closed. Francesca is going to be off dick hunting. <laughs> just kidding even though she's british she's gonna definitely be celebrating american presidents like we all will because we're all going dick hunting especially julie that's right on president's day i have a about annual tradition <laughs> i wake up early in the morning i put on a jogging suit and i go dick hunting i love it i generally bring back two to four dicks what kind of jogging suit is it i'm curious about that it's a two-piece like a terry cloth 
Oh, you know, like a juicy, an yes. old juicy. Oh, mm-hmm. sexy, very it's sexy. Like, kind of tight on the boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, I do like a porn stripper look. Oh, you know that's the best look to dick hunt. That's in. right. Oh, believe me, I know how to dick hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I get out there and I just walk into like a corner bar or movie theater, and I go, "Hey, boys, who wants to have some? Who wants to have some fun?" I find mm-hmm. dick hunting at movie theaters very, very effective. Well, you're in already in the theater and you just get in there and just pop one out. Let's just do a toast. Well, mm-hmm. um, to all you dick hunters out there that, you know, what, that should be the holiday. Exactly. You well, there I mean? is a dick and he's president. So I guess that's guess we're all dick hunters now, aren't we? We had a big, huge storm. Oh, my so God. So we like humongoloid. The biggest rainstorm I've ever seen with flash floods and stuff. There were sinkholes in L.A. Yeah, so you hadn't seen a storm like that in L.A. No, and I don't like weather and I don't like wind. And now Julie has a leak in her place. There's there, That's how much rain there was. And the trees here, it's too scary. And they shake around. And they fall over. And they fall over because nothing is... You you L.A. is great until there's a storm because during the storm, that's when you realize L.A. is a fake place. Well, L.A. is we we know L.A. is a fake place at all times. But yeah, but when the storm happens and the wind's blowing and you can see trees being uprooted yeah. and falling into the streets and sinkholes are happening. Well, that's when it's a dangerous and- fake place and not just an annoying, shitty fake place that you only feel bad because you're poor and fat. It's and like literally like in the, you know, like in the movies when they show the studio in the back of the. Like at the set and the yeah, like fake, facades. fake New York Street. And LA fake is, houses. is all just a yeah. built up facade. So everything just falls apart during a storm. It's too scary. So we weren't really going to drink probably maybe. No, we were. We were going to go out last night. But we but what happened was we had to become weird shut ins because of the storm <laughs> and drink a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> I don't think we would have drank that much if we actually went out because that would have broken the bank. So right, 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 we right. would have been more civilized. And we weren't, so we stayed in <laughs> the crack den. Got a lot of work done, though. We did? Yeah. We I did. I really we had, remember. Well, I mean, I don't want to give all the secrets away, but I mean, yeah, we did. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, so that's why know. we're hungover, because that's totally uncool. And we, uh, I've told you before that we do the podcast on Mondays. And so we're not usually hungover when we do the podcast. No. We're usually more professional. Yeah. Sunday's a day to like dry out and be professional and just like get your wits together. Right. And just like be good to do laundry. And so that Monday morning you're fresh. Fresh? Yeah. And then you go into the studio and you're like, oh, I'm fresh. But sometimes we have to do the podcast at night from the crack den and we have to do all the work and then record that, you know. Yeah, and we have, have to, to drink do. when I'm not going to not drink if we're not there. In fact, I would right. drink there. I want to bring champagne in there. It's just too much of a hassle. Um, right. Before we go, I just want to let everyone know. And I also drank because I had three auditions in a row. I can't talk. Uh, I, saw I had to sign NDAs. So no, can't, you can't talk about the one. I can't talk about what anything specific or the product. But I can tell you right now that all three from three different casting directors were all for IBSD. And you know what IBSD is? It's IBS with diarrhea. 
three auditions in a row. So I was like, you know what? I'm having a fucking drink. I think it's enough for them to know I had three auditions for IBS with diarrhea. Let's get to Eye of the Shitstorm, you whore. Shit, motherfucker, ass tits, cunt, cock, motherfucker, shit, ass tits, motherfucker, shit. Come on. So, even though the Trump press conference was covered on every news station, every late night show, every talk show, every website, every blog, and every Facebook page, we're still going to talk about it here because it was clearly the eye of the shit storm. Yeah, if there was ever a better demonstration that the man's mental health needs to be examined, I can't think of one. I can hear the dogs. They're so annoying for anyone who likes people's couch for the two people listening that watch people's couch. um, Those assholes are here. That's the drinking is the good part. The dogs are the bad part. All right. So um, if there was ever God, that's okay. The bottom line is he's insane. And even if he gets his head examined, maybe they'll say that he's fine. But I think he should probably have it examined. Well, they'll probably, when he has his um, mental psychiatric evaluation, evaluation, they'll be like, you're, you know, you're a sociopathic, narcissistic um, misogynist. And so because for those reasons, you are not qualified to um, run the country. I don't know if he's a sociopath. Or a country. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we're going to have to ask you to um, to go. I just think either way. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's just cause just to have him tested. I'm not saying maybe they'll say he's fine, but I think maybe. he should be tested. And somebody, probably not anyone important at the New York Times, agreed with us. Oh, that's right. When we started demanding that he, that that's he, right. everyone call him crazy. Um, one of our friends, Lara, sent us a link. Yep. And um, to a New York Times opinion piece because those are super, super important and real. Um, that <laughs> From the failing New York Times. Where like a million psychiatrists were like, oh, girl, he needs to... It's literally like the Psychiatric Association yeah. like put out a statement <laughs> saying like, um, we like couldn't keep quiet anymore and we just want to let y'all know that as yeah. doctors, we think he's <laughs> fucked and fucking insane. So we just wanted to sort of put that out there for you. But of course, Trump supporters don't care. Shut it, losers. <laughs> Okay, so this press conference. That's like now, how he does the press conference. Now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sit down. No. Quiet. No. I understand. Stop it. Are you nice? No. Uh, you know. I mean, I can't believe he says it's going to be a nice question. I mean, it, everyone's talked about it, and even if even if you tried to avoid it, you couldn't. So I know no. I'm some, even somebody who's like, I loved. I'm just going to watch entertainment tonight. Now. No, it was. On it's there. on every. It was on everything. Mm-hmm. So. I don't even know. We don't really have anything new to say, but um, so let's just chop it up, you know, chop it up, snort it. That's (laughs) (laughs) Um, obviously was amazing. I mean, it was truly like a. um, I I mean, the he's what I like. I think uh, I don't know if I like it best, but I do enjoy when he says like, okay, you know, we, we can. Let's just be nice. Let's be respectful now. Let's let's like try and get along. And you know what? If we don't get along, that's okay too. And by the way, you're all fake news and you cover me horribly and you should be ashamed of yourselves and it's despicable and all this stuff. Like he starts out with like um you think for a second it's going to be nice and then all of a sudden he hits you with the you're you should be ashamed of yourselves and Yeah. Um, the point of the press conference was actually for him to announce his new secretary of labor 
um, Alex Acosta right. because his previous nominee, Andrew Puzder, the billionaire wife beater who owns Carl's Jr., <laughs> dropped out after it became clear that he was never going to get confirmed. I like to call him the Pud. And as you know, Pud. Pud is a tiny dick. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Is Pud a... T- ew. Yeah, it's see? It just gross. like... You know what I mean? If you were to say like to someone like, get your Pud out of here. It's just not shocking that a moment with the Pud, it's not shocking <laughs> that the guy who made the commercials that nearly exactly. drove you to <laughs> become a terrorist, a I, terrorist against men. When I saw the Carl's Jr. commercial for the first time, I lost my mind. And... What the 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 most in, in the the thing that drove the thing that drove me crazy about it wasn't just the girls biting into a dick jizzing all over their face basically, but it was then in the same series of commercials he had men on too. So we'd have hot guys eating burgers and hot girls eating burgers, but the guys would be like in a in a flannel shirt and like having just done some lumber stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just hungry. I'm a hungry guy, and what does a hungry guy eat? A Burger, because that's what hungry people eat. Because people do think and they get hungry, and then he eats the burger. Like when he bites into it, it's like chomp, uh, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm doing. I'm eating this, yeah. And he wasn't. It wasn't like he's fucking it. It's like he's eating. But the girls. Oh, he was dominating it. He was dominating it, but it was way less sexual than the girls, which was literally a full dick in mouth jizz. Oh, the worst was Kim Kardashian rolling around on the bed in lingerie, oh, eating a fucking yes. salad. And then there's that, those ones, too, where they're light laying in. Paris Hilton did one. Yeah. And Paris Hilton did one by a car, I think. Yes. And I just was so mad at those girls, too. Just like, especially Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton. It's like, you don't need to do that. You don't need that much. You're already no. rich. You don't need to well, do that. It's just not shocking that, that, the, that, that the pud turned out to be a wife beater. Oh, which is amazing, of <laughs> course. Amazing. And they, they had, they got... Not only was he a wife beater, the wife was on Oprah. On 30 years ago, he was beating the wife. Yeah. And on Oprah. Mm, 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 and she mm, was mm. in there like in the old 80s, like, you know, like, you know, like, especially in the 80s when people would go on shows, they didn't want to be fully blurred out. So they'd wear like a wig and glasses. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Is she doing so that? So was doing like, now, I don't know, it could have been her regular hair and glasses because the 80s, you just kind of looked like that. But... I doubt she went on in a costume. She didn't change her name. That's true, but it did look like that whole was <laughs> like looked- a big like like a bushy. You know, she got a per- or maybe she got a perm that day, and <laughs> then decided to put on some glasses. And it was like, and the shot so close was up to her face. Was she in sunglasses? Now I can't remember. Maybe oh. I'm just visualizing it like that. But Oprah. I mean, of all I mean, things, of like course, come on, man, that's so great. Well, um, okay, so you know some highlights. I don't know why everyone's so surprised. I'm just keeping my camp my campaign promises. I'm just I don't know why everyone's so surprised and you're yelling at the TV like, "We're not surprised. We're horrified." And by the way, can I tell you guys, Julie and I watched it together. It, she watched it had to watch it for the second time. I was like, "Oh no, bitch, you will be watching this for another time. Don't leave me alone in here." Yeah. Shit's like an hour and 15 minutes long. We did it for you. To the teacher out there who said we need to get more educated. I want her to know that we do do some light research. I watch an hour and 15 minute uh, abusive press conference for you guys. So it's easy. Also, it'll be easier to be more educated when someone pays us to do this job. <laughs> okay. So, so keep your comments. <laughs> no, don't keep your comments. Keep commenting. <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding. So, um, basically though, before we started the shit and it was on the white house, wasn't it a white? I don't know. Where did you just tell me? Just tell me where you found the the full press conference what, on YouTube. 
But what it had a White House. The Guardian. No, it was was the Guardian. Guardian. Okay, well, the advertisement before the fucking thing came on (laughs) was a literally two minute long. Do you know how long two minutes is when I'm about to sit through an hour and 16 minute press conference about a holster? Yes. A a special holster that you keep in your pants. It's 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 a it's a sneak away holster. It's a sneaky hidden holster that no one can see. Right. So you don't have to. So when you're carrying your concealed weapon, (laughs) um, you can conceal it better and you don't have to just tuck it into the back of your jeans. And I mean, it was offensive. I should have gotten the um, name of it just so people could look it up. But basically, imagine (laughs) imagine like. Not to mention the fact that, like, they play the commercial and it's like a close up of the belt area. All men, bellies. Yeah, because they're see hairy bellies. It, it was disgusting. And they'd lift up and also just, okay, so imagine this. So it's like you have this hideaway holster. It's inside your pants. <laughs> inside your pants. Way deep. Now, let's say you're going to be accosted or, I don't know, a bull is charging at you <laughs> in the middle of the day on, on a street because that's why you need a gun. Or someone's going to rape a man. That exists. And so, okay, fine. So they show, it's like, it's easy and very accessible. And in two seconds, you can get to your firearm. What you have to do is you have to lift up your shirt You have to, with one hand. <laughs> then with the other hand, you have to pull the apparatus up. Then with the other hand, get the gun. And then you have it. So it's like a lift, pull, get gun. Yeah. And I was wow. like, whoever has two hands free, what are you going to do? Throw your iPhone in the street? <laughs> Fuck that. Well, and also, what is... We're taking too long on the gun commercial. All right, all right, all right, fine. Should but it was we... gross. You should look it up because... We haven't even gone into the press conference at all, and we only have a few minutes left. Oh, God. Well, hey, here's the thing that really upset me in the in the press conference. Drugs are cheaper than candy bars. Not true. No, we wish. Wants to stop drug cartels. He wants to stop drug cartels. He keeps talking about drug cartels. What are we going to do? I know. And he's pretending he's building the wall for the drugs. And it's like, that's not why you're building the wall. You don't care about drug problems or you wouldn't. You'd be stopping pharmacies, quite frankly. Oh, he said. The American drug cartels. And he said before, not in this press conference, but in another thing where he was interviewed, he said he wanted pharmaceutical companies to be back in America. Pharmaceutical? Pharmacookies. I sound like... um. Like half the news people, you know how they all have speech yeah. weird problems. Um, <laughs> this is going so badly. So good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Earlier, I also had a flop sweat and thought I was starting menopause. Okay, now listen. <laughs> I think my least favorite part of the whole. Oh, you want to finish saying what you said about the pharmaceutical companies? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, what he said was that he wanted the, those companies to be back in the United States. So he wants. He wants the big drunk, drunk drug companies to be manufacturing all that stuff here. He like, doesn't care about drugs. That's no. such a lie. You know who cares about drugs? We do. And right. we don't want them to stop coming in. No. Any kinds. And we don't care if you hate about pharmaceutical drugs. I'm talking. I, I love well, I do. Yes. <laughs> well, I, do. <laughs> I actually do like like pills. I love all drugs. Okay. So. But also, I just want to say just about the drugs. Like. Lay off the like. Where aren't we? Like, why are we going back on every? Like, who cares about drugs? I don't care. What is this? The eighties? Like, do drugs? Make the drugs legal. Tax the drugs. Make the money on drugs. How about that? Not pharmaceutical drugs, but weed, coke, heroin, all of it. Do drugs? I don't care. Do your drugs. Okay, so you guys know all the shit. You don't even need us to talk about it. 
I'm just going to say one thing that you probably don't know because they probably didn't play it on whatever clip you saw. Yeah. Kellyanne fucking Conway oh. was sitting in the front row. <laughs> I saw that. With um, you saw it because I pointed it out to you, loser. I'm talking to them. Oh, right. So Kellyanne Conway was sitting in the front row with Amorosa or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, she had sun pink cat eyed sunglasses up in her hair. Yeah. So now with all due, I'm sure many of you out there do both of those things, maybe not together. And I know it's just me. I have a particular problem with cat-eyed glasses. Right. Like, I don't like them at all. Yeah. And um, I certainly don't like pink ones. No. But I also have a very weird thing with, like, sunglasses up in the hair. Like, I think it's super fucking 80s. Mm. And... Like I get like if you're reading or you pop inside from outside or you're in the grocery store or something and you're going indoor outdoor all day people do it it's fine I don't I refuse I'm not I already look real 80s because my hair and shit like I just have an 80s vibe so um, I can't be doing that but like you're 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 in for the long haul you're indoors you're at a press conference in the sitting down you can put your sunglasses in your purse. Why are they up you why are you using your cat eyed sunglasses as a headband you know bitch thought that looked cute. Um, I'm going to admit something. <laughs> I think you've told me this before, but please admit it to the, um, to the 14. Now, cat-eyed sunglasses and or sunglasses, I can't get behind. I can't support and I don't encourage that in a, as a look or a statement. But we love you if you do it, and, but we, <laughs> we still love you, but know that we're not into it. Great. I'm sure you're not into many things it we then do. Leads to Julie a 50- looks like a man. I mean, listen. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. And it, the, it just leads to a 50s look and then we're trying to slippery slope. And you also know what you're I mean? trying to be you're also you're you th- you're doing a 50s look, but you're also you're like you're like impish. Like you're like you've got little right. secrets and stuff. It's like, right. no, no, right. no. I wear a patty melt. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a, whatever. OK, so <laughs> I um don't know what it is because I have a thing with. So I don't care if it's sunglasses or glasses on the top of the head. And yeah, I think because it's you're really sexy. Because you're fucking eighties. <laughs> you're fucking completely eighties. That's it. which is why you think I'm cute. <laughs> because you like an eighties look. I always know when anyone uh, like thinks I'm cute uh, or attractive. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh yeah, like you're into like you're probably into like Kelly Preston in the eighties <laughs> or like Michelle Pfeiffer. Not that I'm putting myself Michelle Pfeiffer, but. Like Kelly Preston, I, I used to have, I have super curly hair that I iron out on an ironing board <laughs> with acid <laughs> every day. And I just have an 80s look. And so, yeah, you you gravitate towards an 80s vibe. You know, oh. it's just what's up. Well, I like uh, I like um, uh, glasses on the head. I enjoy also um, a messy uh, bun, which apparently is also 80s. Um which I also do. I like to do. A, I always say you'll like I'll have a bun and you'll like it. And then I'll say that's because I look like I'm in the 80s and I'm about to draw a bath and get into it with bubbles. I do that. Like I look like I'm like Jane Seymour. All right. So we got to go. Uh, there has never been a more worthless 12 minutes in all of the history of podcasts oh. than that. Do you think there's an award for it? I hope so. <laughs> so let's get on to... um. That was the eye of the shitstorm. I don't know. We didn't really talk. We talked. We didn't talk about anything good. But now we're going to go to KGB Street. Sunny day, sleeping up. How to get to KGB Street? How to get to KGB Street? <laughs> Remember? Excuse me. <laughs> Can you 
tell me how to get to KGB Street, please. Sir. Remember when I asked you if the KGB still existed? Yes, and I told you that. Yes, it does. Well, I don't know. My only experience with it was, uh, since we were talking about the 80s, was when Victor Kiriakis, you know, he had ties to the KGB, and he, like, kidnapped Marlena and shit on Days of Our Lives. Oh, God. That's when I was forced. That that era is when I watched Days of Our Lives, because my mom still tapes it on a VCR. Phyllis, Days of if our you're lives. listening, I, I think you, know, you do, right, Mom? You know Victor Kiriakis fucking was in the KGB, and, <laughs> and I thought that was... I wasn't sure... I. I kind of knew it was real, but I wasn't sure like if it was like over now, but I guess it isn't. I think they might have renamed it, but it's oh. basically just their intel it's their undercover intelligence. Oh, they renamed it. You know what I mean? They might have renamed it, but I'm not sure. All right. Well, we're on KGB <clears throat> Street because um Michael Flynn, who was the, you know, Trump's national security advisor, who um, Julie screamed and went insane over because of his <laughs> disgusting son and uh, the who they mm-hmm. planted the pizza mm-hmm. child molesting news story. Mm-hmm. And he's gross and looks like a witch. You guys might not know that. <laughs> I hope you don't. I hope you never, ever have to see him. Anyway, he... Yeah, you said, it, you said he looked like... He go, he looks like a woman who is also a witch. <laughs> God, I was hilarious last night. That was funny. Um, so, um... He was asked to resign. I just want to say before we get into it, I think it's funny that the the attorney general mm-hmm. um, was fired. Right. But this motherfucker was just politely asked to resign. Mm-hmm. Not fired. So um, that's why we're on KGB Street, because basically um, he was fucking shady with Russia. <laughs> is what's going on. Yeah. But, OK, so. Dur- dur- at the end of the Obama, let's go back. We'll let's, go back. Let's, we'll go let's, back. We'll let's go back. do a we'll timeline. Let's do a timeline. Let's do a timeline. So for now, those this are- is important, you guys, because once you guys know this, you will be ruling at parties so hard. <laughs> we learned all this and then watched the fucking the press conference, right? And we were so much more in on the press conference. Like we understood all the dumb numb nuts shit he said. Mm-hmm. Like the second we learned all this, I was like, oh, now because you know he didn't never say anything specific. You had to read right. between the lines. So, so okay. In December, we do have to keep the pace up. In December, when it was confirmed that the Russians hacked the election, remember that Obama kicked out thirty-five Russian intelligence operatives from the United States. Then slapped a bunch of sanctions on blah, 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 blah. So the sanctions. No. Yeah. So he slapped sanctions on um, state agencies and individuals suspected in the hacks, in the, in the hacks. People here. And he threw out the Russians. Right. Now, so you guys know, sanctions defined because who knows? Just for clarity. It's defined as a threatened penalty for disobeying a law or rule. Some synonyms. Punishment, deterrent, punitive action, discipline, restriction, mm. ban, embargo, prohibition, boycott. We're not sure if when they say sanctions, they mean punishments, restrictions. They're very vague about the sanctions. They right. won't really say what they are. It's probably classified. It's Fifty Shades of Sanctions. That's right. Ooh, it's Fifty Shades <laughs> Darker. Sanctions. sanctions. Darker. Right. All right. <laughs> okay. So Russia got super pissed. Russia meaning Putin, basically. Yeah, he they kicked out 35 U.S. ambassadors. Like, oh, 35? Well, we got 35 U.S. motherfuckers. And then they mean tweeted, and this is right. real. They straight up mean tweeted from their account called Russia in U.S. <laughs> yes. Ugh, t- Twitter. It's ruining America. 
Um, I always thought it was Facebook. But so they they mean tweeted very vague threats about how they were going to retaliate in some right, way. Like we have ambassadors too. We can I can't I can't get the Russian. No, accent you're going. doing it good. But you know we have them too. We could do something too. Well, we're we're going to do something. Yeah, you'll see. <laughs> you don't want to like it. It's going to happen. So then Michael Flynn speaks on the phone with the Russian ambassador whose name's like Sergei Stolichnaya, um, Oksana Bayul type vibe, but we're just going to call him the Russian That's ambassador. That's his whole name. <laughs> and basically, they discuss the sanctions, and Michael Flynn suggests the possibility that the sanctions will be relieved once Trump is president. Because at this time, like Julie said, it was in December, at the end of the Obama you know, administration, when things were when we were all happy and that's right didn't know the world was ending no no, no we did because it was coming because it was december oh, but um we still had you know hope our stuff. boyfriend yeah right. so basically he basically tells the fucking guy look we'll take the sanctions away the second trump's in we know you guys fixed the election for us thank you high five high five we got away with it cool 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 <laughs> or that's what we're we don't know that he said yeah. that for a fact but but well we yes yeah, so, yeah. Right. so but anyway that's what happened what also happened is that the FBI slash CIA slash CBC slash TPC. <laughs> right. Slash Pei Pei slash Moo Moo <laughs> slash TT slash Kiki. That's all the pop right? Yep. <laughs> slash RTR slash. So they now. all they monitored this motherfucking call. Right. Um, I feel like Which maybe didn't know maybe that- Trump and Mike, Michael Flynn haven't seen Snowden. But once you watch Snowden, I mean, you know that your calls are being monitored. Right. So clearly Michael Flynn didn't know he was being no. monitored. If you guys don't shut the fuck up, <laughs> should I kill one you of them? Drown them? No, uh... Mighty, stop it, Mighty. We, we are working. You're gonna get in big trouble. <laughs> I mean, people are gonna. We're gonna lose. Like, we're gonna only have like nine listeners after this. Okay, so that's the call was monitored by all the people. Then after the call, Putin. That's what we call him, guys. Surprised yep. the U.S. by announcing that Russia won't be taking any actions against the sanctions. What? Why would that happen? So everyone's huh. like, "Knock me over with a feather." We damn near thought Russia was about to kick our motherfucking mm-hmm. ass. And Obama's like, "What? I'm in Palm Springs." Or no, he's not even there. He's still December. So now everybody is suspecting, like you know, that this call. Who knows? None of us were expecting anything because we weren't even paying attention to this shit. Right. So after that. Um, but people were starting to suspect something, something, the fish smell was rising because we knew about the hacking of the election or we and thought. And did you say that at the beginning of the timeline that the reason he did those sanctions, Obama, yeah, because the, yes, was because did. of the hacking? Yes. Okay. So that was the beginning of the whole Russian, are they influencing what's happening? Right. Are they, did they rig the election? Okay. So basically Putin says, this is literally a quote. As it proceeds from international practice, Russia has reasons to respond in kind, which is exactly why we, oh shit, we kicked out 35, then they kicked out 35. They do exactly, they like always retaliate like with the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. That's like their tradition. So he says, although we have the right to retaliate, we will not resort to irresponsible kitchen diplomacy, but will plan our further steps to restore Russian-U.S. relations based on the policies of the Trump administration. Now, Trump ain't even inaugurated yet. He's sitting in vitiligo fucking kicking it, looking for his cabinet. This all happened in December. I like the term kitchen diplomacy. I do think that's actually kind of cool. And um, what does he mean by that? That's like, you know, when you it's like kitchen. It's like um, 
when you're make you make a plan or you make maybe you even make a contract or you do, do something like an informal oh informal. you know like informal a, yeah okay so that all happened in December right this motherfucker Trump tweets great move on delay by Vladimir P- Putin. <laughs> I always knew he was very smart, exclamation point. And that bitch pins the tweet to the top of his Twitter feed. He better stop. I mean, Don't he be always pinning. is very smart. Don't be pinning the tweet. And not to, no, and not to mention, not for nothing, I also, in the research for Russia, found a site that listed all the people Vladimir Putin has killed. I mean, oh this God. is the person who's very smart. All right, go on. Okay, so basically on January 12th, Washington. Now, this is just, I'm giving you the dates because it's like, you know, he was inaugurated on January 20th. So this is January 12th. The Washington Post reports that the phone call between Michael Flynn and Russia coincided exactly with Putin's sudden fucking change of heart. Mm-hmm. And they raised the question in this article that Michael Flynn might have undercut um, the U.S. sanctions. Right. So then Sean Spicer, Ugh. who wasn't even press secretary yet, so no one knew what an epic fail that <laughs> motherfucker would turn out to be. He does a conference call with reporters and completely denies that sanctions were discussed. He said the conversation between Michael Flynn and Russia ambassador were centered on logistics. and It was all about making a call, between, planning the call between Trump and Putin, and okay. that it was plain and simple. Now, and this went on and on and on. Sean Spicer lied time and again, time and again. By the time the inauguration happened, rancid pubis fucking <laughs> lied. They all said it 1,000 times that, he, that the call did not discuss the sanctions. Then Mike fucking Mike Pence goes on Meet the Press, because Julie and I do watch Meet the Press now. Mm-hmm. Because we do do a little bit of research to that special teacher <laughs> on Instagram. Um, <laughs> um, so Mike, Mike Pence, we saw this meet the press, goes on. Um, I swear this is when we were on the plane coming back. from. Yeah. He goes on meet the press and says that unequivocally, like, no, Michael Flynn did not discuss the sanctions. No, 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 no. And, you know, you know, he thinks he's all like whatever honest and oh god i know mike pence is just like how i mean is he just going home at night being like oh god i am the biggest tool in the tool shed (laughs) known as the white house tool shed so and we're already going to go over on this shit so basically but it's important for you guys to know this that this is what this whole thing is about yes so then um okay so they all lied 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 and basically before i even go on the timeline i mean well i'll say it after so this is the period between January 23rd and January 26th. So now Trump is already inaugurated. The FBI starts interviewing um, Michael Flynn and talking to him about his conversations with they, they, the, the FBI clearly, you know, tapped the phone. Yeah. They're seeing the, the new Trump administration lying left and right. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand why they're lying. Right. Because talking about the sanctions isn't isn't right. breaking any laws. Right. So now they're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with Russia and what deal Trump has with Russia and with hacking the elections because they're clearly lying to the American public and the reason the FBI knows this is because they tapped that fucking conversation. Right. So basically, um, the attorney general that Trump fired, Sally Yates, goes to um, basically the White House advisor, another White House advisor who tells Trump that... Um, in fact, he did talk about sanctions, mm-hmm. and in fact, the call was tapped, mm-hmm. and that American intelligence knows that he talked about sanctions, and American intelligence knows that the Trump administration is lying, and now that they're in the position to be blackmailed by Russia. Because they know and overheard, apparently, or whatever, that 
the Russian or whoever he talked to or the Russian Russians have information on Trump or whoever else. Yeah. That's blackmailable. Yeah. So <clears throat> at this point, they Trump and his team start trying to figure out if talking about the sanctions was legal or illegal. I hope you guys are following me. Now, this is like on January 26th. This thing happened where this guy, Michael Flynn, that's this happened fucking last week yeah. on Wednesday. Right. This Trump found out the motherfucker talked about sanctions on January 26th. This is all facts. So he found out, finds, but by the way, he didn't find out he talked about sanctions. He told, he told him. him to do that. <laughs> right. Because Michael Flynn's not going to get on a call with Russia and go, yeah, Trump will take away the sanctions unless Trump said, tell them I'll take away the sanctions. Mm-hmm. He told him to fucking do that. Right. So basically they start, they research for like a week to find out if anything's illegal about talking about the sanctions. They find out that none of it's illegal. They continue to lie to everyone. Like, oh, cool. We're free and clear. We didn't break any laws. We don't care then. We're going to keep lying to everyone. Yep. Well, the FBI can't take it. So they, and the CIA. So they straight up leak because everyone's leaking everything because no one can stand them. They leak to the Washington Post that, um, that sanctions were discussed. So the Washington Post puts out an article that's citing nine sources saying that they did, Michael Flynn did discuss releasing that russia from the sanctions once trump was in office mm-hmm. so mike pence's dumb fucking ass reads the article and is completely utterly horrified mm-hmm. that he went on tv in mm-hmm. all over town mm-hmm. and lied mm-hmm. and and he was lied to mm-hmm. by trump and by michael flynn and by everyone and is completely not in the loop and is just a comp- reading his bible <laughs> or doing whatever fucking driving around fucking he's doing like, whatever yeah, shady driving, business he's, he's driving doing. around and the thought bubble in his head is like oh jesus and abortions and forcing <laughs> yeah, women he, yeah, not to have abortions about his abortions no birth control it. and just yeah so michael i mean mike pence was completely horrified that he was a tool and was lied to by everyone Mm -hmm. and so basically that is what forced trump to force michael flynn to resign right because because of mike pence because mike pence was completely utterly pissed off right and so um to keep the peace and i guess to save face they asked him to resign but i don't think that he would have asked him to resign if mike pence didn't roll in there and be like i'm not having it well i feel like he had to publicly do something so he had, I think that, but yeah, maybe, yeah. But he also had to publicly show that he wasn't, he needed to dis- distance himself in some way from Michael Flynn, I think. So that was why he, I yeah, and would think that they advised him to, right, to fire him. However, within a year, this is all going to come to a, like, an ex- such an exciting, explosive end, and it's going to be incredible. I mean, Julie keeps saying, like, she's like, it's just a matter of time. We'll it be is. watching TV, and she'll be like, it's just a matter of time. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. I yeah, would like that's it. Gonna be I the would name. like it sooner than a year. Well, I would too. But it's just a matter of time. Is going to be the name of the TV movie that Hallmark is going to do about <laughs> this entire thing. It's going to be just called. It's going to be called. Just, it's just a matter of time, and it's going to be the story of how Russia hacked the U.S. election and how and Donald Trump asked them to. How Donald Trump and Russia colluded to steal the election, and also there's something else too. Like I've also said. The long, the long she likes con. to say the long con. <laughs> They're doing a long con on all of us. Now, but that's why he won't stop talking about Hillary in, in yeah, the last, that's like, right. in Eye of the Shitstorm, where we didn't even talk about the fucking press conference. <laughs> he brought up Hillary like 900 times and the election, and he won't let it go because he keep 
what he's trying to do is is subconsciously he's trying to defend the fact that they robbed her of the election because he's trying to say like she would have been terrible at this job and I'm doing a better job than her so I did what was best for all of us right and I but, won fairly yeah. and bigly and nextly and you know this is and also this is fake news this isn't real the leak is the news the leak is the crime the leak we have to look at the leaks what is with the leaks meanwhile yeah for, just so you guys know to time, clarify uh, what he when he's talking about the leaks because there's a lots of leaks coming out of the White House. This is where it gets confusing. There's many leaks coming out of the White House. The White House, his administration is leaking stuff in order to manipulate oh, it's him. It's like all just holes. But, but these leaks that he's specifically talking about are actually illegal. And it is from the FBI and the CIA. And hey, he had no problem when they fucking leaked Hillary Clinton's goddamn business. Well, right? that's what I'm. Yeah. Well, he yeah. went on his whole campaign tour was like well, WikiLeaks. I love WikiLeaks. But the leaks, these leaks was our right. own American right. intelligence leaked to the Washington Post. And that's illegal. That stuff's classified. You right. cannot. It's classified. And they're leaking it. Oh, according to this guy, yes. let's play the clip. Yes. This guy's former CIA. His name's Malcolm Nance. Julie has a major fucking man crush on him. <laughs> I and do. He, he, um, he speaks Middle Eastern. What's the name of the language? He speaks Arabic. Oh, Arabic. And and, and um <laughs> and um he, he speaks Middle Eastern. And so he <laughs> gets to. He was in the CIA. He's yeah, a former he, spy. Yeah. He wrote a book called The Plot to Hack America, How Putin, Cyber Spies, and WikiLeaks Tried to Steal the 2016 Election and Did. Yeah, and the book is, like, exploding, and he's the shit, and here's this yeah. clip from him explaining what the fuck's the deal with the leaks. The way that you characterize it at the beginning of your monologue, I, I think was rather mild. I think what we are, and you say it's the greatest scandal in American history. Well, we can put secession aside. This may possibly be the greatest scandal of presidential history where for the first time in 240 years, we have a president who may have actually had influence and had been elected with the direct assistance, not just of a foreign power, of a foreign intelligence agency. The four FISA warrant investigations that are going on right now, people hear the word FISA and they hear FBI and they think, okay, that's, that's great. That's just an investigation. This is this nation's spy hunters are investigating these people, not just regular gumshoe FBI agents. Yeah, these I are mean, people looking when for foreign spies. the intelligence spot. agencies are leaking like this, it seems like they are yeah. crying out right. that we, we don't want to do a coup. Yeah, so he basically just broke down. He basically just said, because people want to pretend like it's not the news, that it's not happening. We don't know if it's real. We don't know if it's real. And he's saying this is the biggest scandal that has ever hit a presidency. Yeah. This and, is real. You no, know, but he also said like, they don't the reason they leaked it is because they don't trust him yeah and so they need to take it to the higher i mean that says it in the clip right it's like that's us those leaks are happening because because yeah we're the motherfucking captain in chief or what's yeah. it called yeah we're the captain in chief <laughs> in tenille we, he, yeah they want they they want the american public to know what's going on all right we gotta go crazy. every okay. drink i take i'm getting dumber i mean i know we know that but like where the hell is this okay so um now we're going to do a brand new segment called The Tip of the Iceberg. Let's T.I.P. Let's T.I.P. Let's T.I.P. That's a little song by Tom Sandoval. That's right. And the other guy. T -t 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 oh, Charles McMansion. That's the yeah. name of their band. Um, okay. 
This is a new segment we are doing called Just the Tip of the Iceberg. We were inspired after our talking about Betsy DeVos and schools last week, realizing that some of these issues are just too big to get all the way into. It's so dirty. So instead of just avoiding them altogether, we decided we'll do just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, because I was like, we can't get into it because it's just too much and there's so many sides. And you're like, well, so that's okay. We'll just, we'll just see the tip of the iceberg. That's what you said. Um, so, and this uh, is actually a huge iceberg. It might not be as big as schools because God knows that really irritated everybody. <laughs> but we're going to hit on that later. We're going to have an expert come. La, 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 la. Um, this is, though, this one's big, too. It's a glacier. Yeah, yes. Really. This is a glacier. It's a glacier called gun control. It's the ice age. You know oh, I mean? the ice age. Yeah, it's the ice right. age. So last Wednesday, the Senate voted to nullify part of a gun control bill that keeps severely mentally ill people from buying guns. Yeah, um, we were going to do this in this. You might not know about this, but it's fucking tragic. But we did it in our new segment because this is a deep issue and there's so many sides to it and whatever. And you might not think it's tragic. Who knows? But um, basically, the rule that Obama Obama made it. Um, Obamaca? Uh, yeah, oh, we forgot to talk about that in the press conference. Okay, so Obamaca. Okay, the rule required the Social Security Administration to report the names of people who are considered too mentally ill to manage their own disability benefits. So basically, for, for, for mentally ill people who receive Social Security, um, they have a money manager and the social security administration has records of those people that use money managers because they, for whatever, whatever disability they have, they're, they're incapable of managing their own like benefits. So basically this Obama rule that I thought he did on his way out the door, or oh, that was another out the door. Maybe it wasn't. Thing? He, he basically did it because the, the shooter at Sandy hook, which is a real thing. Which was that, you know, that school where the elementary is an elementary school where like 20 kids and six teachers were killed. Um, that guy was was mentally insane. He was like, like crazy. He was I mean, I thought I wrote it down what they said about him. Um, but he was he, he was mentally ill. Right. And so basically that's what this is. Well, Trump. um the Senate last week um, took that away. So <laughs> I'm sorry, we're so retarded. Basically, they said they took it away because they feel that it infringes upon your Second Amendment right. And if I hear that term one more fucking time, I'm I am going to get a gun and I'm going to shoot the Constitution. So it infringes on your Second Amendment right, which is this is a huge debate. Obviously, this is a huge thing. People love talking about the Second Amendment because everyone apparently has the right to bear arms right that's the second amendment oh obama did make this rule his last month this rule his like last month like he was like bye i'm gonna do this real quick (laughs) later and then this amount of people of in the social security that records that Mm -hmm. that are too mentally disabled to 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 take (laughs) care of their own benefits knew that they couldn't get a gun no there's seventy five thousand of them oh okay and then they were like we're going to have a march because we want guns. No, I no way. The NRA got upset because they don't want anyone to not have access to buy their and make money and whatever and right. make their gun money. But yeah, so basically the ACLU and uh, you know, people were offended by it because they, you know, because it's discrimination, I guess, and they don't you don't want to marginalize people with disabilities and things like that, but I want to. 
I want to marginalize people with disabilities to not getting a gun. In fact, I want to marginalize everyone to not get a gun. Because how about that? How about you don't need a fucking gun? Because you know why? Because you don't live in the 1200s and you don't hunt. (laughs) You don't need to hunt. And also... You don't really, you know, maybe if less people had guns, you wouldn't feel the need to have a gun because you would feel like you're not safe. Why are you feeling so unsafe that you need a gun? Like, well, I just don't know how anyone, what, anyone who's, even if you don't, you obviously want to mar- marginalize people with disabilities, 75,000 less people getting access to guns is 75,000 less people getting access to guns. Yes. And I mean, and this is for me, this like to me, like the school issue, which I said is very confusing and, you know, I, I find this issue confusing, too. I have a gun. Me. This is Brandy talking for anyone who never knows our voices apart. I have a gun. I own one. I got it when I graduated college. Mm-hmm. I got it at a pawn shop. My brother bought it for me. I had to do a background check. I got it in Texas. And I was moving out to L.A. And I was like, I have always been scared of, like, stalkers. And now even being old and disgusting and moly, maybe someone loves like an old moly, <laughs> disgusting, like corpse. I take lady. back what I said. Yes. The only people that should have guns are women. Oh uh, yeah. By the way. So it's, it's a confusing <laughs> issue. And even if, and if I, and you know, and they say with mental, you know, disabilities or, you know, it's like they consider mental health, you know, issues like they, like an eating disorder is considered one. And God knows, I mean, I probably have 14 of those and I'm an <laughs> alcoholic and a drug addict and insane and a huge con. So, you know, it, but I'll tell you this, if they said I couldn't get a gun, I'd go ahead and have my mom get one. And then they'd probably <laughs> mom, they'd probably say you're crazy too. And so I'd have to go to find someone else, but I would find someone to get me a gun. If I really felt that, that I needed it for protection, I would be able to get one and as would anyone. Right, so I, anyone. I feel like the more, the more people that we can say shouldn't have them, like the first step would be those people who are who you right. know aren't mentally you know capable. If you can't manage your money, you can't fucking have a gun. I'm sorry, you can't. Agreed. Like you can't. You cannot. You have got to prove if if you're gonna have a gun in this day and age in 2017, you don't have. The, we're not fighting against a, an empire. We're not against a tyrannical government <laughs> who's doing taxes in a different land. We're not. We don't have muskets. We're not like <laughs> starting a militia. You have a gun because you want one and you feel entitled to it. And a and and. At the bo- at the end of the day, you want to go out and kill stuff, and you know what? Go kill yourself. Yeah. The second next thing after mental disabilities is going to have to be elderly. No offense, I'm been there too. Okay. Um, they shouldn't have it because elderly. If people- you can't, if you're too old to drive, you're too old to have a gun. Yeah. I mean, come Fine. on. It's like Fine. I had my mom's old fucking weird great aunt say she was going to call the law on me, and I was like, oh, this bitch don't have a shotgun because her demented ass is about to shoot my fucking. Yeah, I think that you have to prove you. Yeah, that, that that's right. You have to be able to prove that you can be responsible with a gun. I think you have to have an IQ test. Wait, we're not getting to that. Okay. The next list, the next on the list. So we yeah. have mentally whatever. Ill. Yeah. Then elderly. Fine. Then we're gonna go. Um, people who want guns for sport all have guts to go. No hunting. Sorry. No shooting ranges. No gun enthusiasts. I don't care if you just want to clean it and look at it and fucking jizz on it and shoot your loads out of it. No guns for sport. Which obviously that's, that's what, the next thing. Right. And then Julie's last thing is just going to be men. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No men. No man should have a gun. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You know what? Until you can prove as a group that you can fucking That's be responsible, you cannot have a gun. 
Like, sorry, and I know, like, police have it and military have it, and then there would be more strict rules for the people who do because get to have things guns. That, the only reason that someone should be should be able to have a gun is because they want to protect themselves with it. And it's like, P.S., you're a man, right. go, go to fisticuffs. <laughs> go to old, get, go to old-fashioned fisticuffs. Women are the only ones who feel, and maybe as a man, maybe you're a tiny man. So maybe you could come in and you could say, I fear that I will be overpowered and I want to protect my house. And then it's like, that's the thing. If you get rid of... You know, mentally ill, elderly, mm-hmm. fucking um, sportsmen, you know, diseases that maybe impair like blindness and things like that. Like yeah, maybe if you're blind, maybe you shouldn't have a gun. I, I don't maybe know. Maybe you though. shouldn't. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't. they're scared and they need protection. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel sad for people who, if they live in fear like the way I did, and it makes me feel less scared. I don't want to deny those people the right to feel protected, but at the same time, like I mean, stricter regulations are only going to help. Get rid of more guns. Right. And people are going to find them anyway and whatever. Like, if you want to get the gun, you're going to get the gun like you can get drugs. But stricter regulations would at least be the beginning of the evolution of a society that says we are trying to not be so violent. Yeah. We are trying to not be feel fear all the time. And We're you, trying yeah, and you to would protect need to hide our... it and get it and go through shady means and yeah. various means of getting it. You're never going to be able to stop crime. You're never going to be able to stop. But maybe that would be a step in the right direction. I mean, it's just like that if men didn't have guns, I mean, granted, they're probably more rape. But I think that. Oh, I'd have my gun. That's true. My dad made fun of it because it was a tiny gun. And he said, that won't even kill someone. And I said, you know what? Well, when I shoot them point blank in their dick, they'll stop trying to rape me. He's lucky I didn't shoot his fucking ass. Um, Okay, so Julie has an idea that Mm. we sort of came up with it together. Okay. But instead of looking through people's phones to let them into the country to find out if they're fucking a a Muslim extremist, Islamic extremist, Mm -hmm. looking through their Facebook, why not when they go to get a gun, they should have to do a freaking interview. You should be able to look through their phone then and find out that they aren't even on Facebook because they live in their mom's fucking basement (laughs) and they look up things on their phone like mass shootings and how to kill yourself with a gun. That's that Sandy Hook guy had... All these records of looking at mass shootings, of how to correctly commit suicide with a gun to the head. And like, that's what that's when you should have to give up your right to privacy. Your your complete social media and life should be vetted yep. through, through your iPhone when you roll up to buy your to buy your gun. Yes. And they look through your shit and be like, I don't know. You seem quite hostile. Uh, you seem like you don't like, um, you know people from croatia i don't know you got a weird thing with croatia in here i don't know that you should have a gun whatever it is it's like that's when you should have to be vetted i feel that it should be the hardest thing to get you can i want an iq test i want you to test the gun i want you to have to um take a test every year i want you to have to check your fucking mental status literally every year i want you to have to go check your mental status yeah i want you the i want your entire life to have to be public or to be yeah. and if you're, if you're harassing people on twitter Sorry. you're aggressive and aggro twitter yeah. creeper who you know is racist and being disgusting on twitter that then they see that on your phone even though you have 14 different mm-hmm. accounts if you're a fucking um catfisher right i mean yes. like those people are insane and they're everywhere like this should be it should be harder than getting a car it should be or like driver's harder. license i mean it should be the hardest thing yeah it should be the hardest possible thing to get. And I, that includes hunters, like, who all need to fucking go ride a bus to a pit. We are the drunkest, <laughs> dumbest people on the planet but right now. But that does go Sorry, for hunters, like, 
I'm sorry. If you hunt, I, I don't You're know what to tell sorry. you. I'm not sorry. But if you still think that you can rationalize hunting, I think that you unfortunately are wound up in a mindset that um, that you need to uh, let go of because you don't need to hunt. You don't. Just needs to be. It, we got to go. But then, you know, it was just the tip of the iceberg, you guys. There's so much more offensive, stupid shit we can say about gun control. I'm, but, you're way more open and flexible on it. I literally don't Well, I own don't a gun, care. so I can't be like, yeah, no, no that's fine. And I'm not against someone. Ha- I just want to say, I'm not completely against because we are. We can't just one day have it and one day not. But I do want it to be the hardest thing you can possibly get on the planet. Exactly. And I'm not sorry for it. And I don't care if you think that you have a right to it because you don't have a right to it. You don't. It's not your right to have a gun. It's your responsibility and it's your obligation to prove that you can have a gun. Okay, don't yell at our 14. They don't probably have guns. I'm, I'm not yelling at them. I'm just getting passionate. make julie find us so there's that moment some little thing that brings her hope and joy there's a bug on that in all the scary unsettling shit that's going on she never wants to do it but this week (laughs) i'm not even going to give her a choice because yesterday this really happened yesterday while we were watching tv she legit said i've really been enjoying melania's first lady fashion (laughs) like for a fact yes well, you know, my fashion is, um, it's my statement. It's my statement piece as, <laughs> as flotas. They call me flotas now. I like to um, go around and do walking. And when I walking, I wear jewel tone, one piece, two piece. I enjoy like a bright red or a blue uh, or a white, a stark white. I like to look like... I'm a tampon. I enjoy. <laughs> I, I like to be a Slovenian tampon. Then I do more walking. I say to my husband, are we going to do more walking? And he go, yeah, we're going to walk. Then he walk in front of me. I always have to walk behind him because we, we enjoy that. You'll notice he know, he never lets me go first. He always go first. I noticed you have a lot of like... Um Kind of like collar features. I do love a severe aggressive collar because I think maybe if I close my eyes and wish hard enough, the collars become wings and I fly away like oh. bird. You that's know, neat. So it's that's my why... dream to fly away like bird <laughs> and then only come back to get the money and Baron. <laughs> I love to only care about Baron and the money. Um, mm-hmm. I see that there's like sleeves that look I like, like to jackets. take a sleeve that looks like cape. Each arm has its <laughs> own cape. They're called arm capes. Oh. You might not heard of it because you're poor, but <laughs> arm capes right are very important in fashion. And I'm coming out with line called Melania arm capes. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be sold at Nordstrom. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and um, I also like um, like a, a shirt that wrap round 
I like to wrap around my clothes. You know what I mean? Like I wrap around. I don't know what you mean. Oh well, <laughs> you probably don't know about fashion too much. But do you put it on Instagram? Because I do look at Instagram. Should I follow you on Instagram? My staff made an Instagram for me. It's called Melania. That's my name. <laughs> and I like to put pictures of my fashion onto the Instagram. Um, sometimes you see me walking. Sometimes you see me sitting. There's sometimes you see old modeling pictures where I'm naked. Sometimes there are pictures of me eating jewelry. Because I do that. It's in my, one of my hobbies is to eat bowls of diamonds and pearls. That's a song from Prince. <laughs> And Baron, he on there too, because he's the only one I truly, truly love. <laughs> and so I do love the Instagram. It's fun. The kids like it. I'm excited to start my anti-bullying campaign. Oh, is that still going on? I don't know. I don't think that's going oh, on. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> I, I thought they told me I was doing that. But, well, if I don't do that, I'm going to enjoy suing um, that's right. for $150 million. That is going on. That that website who told me, uh, who, who told everyone I was hooker. That's right. And I am not a hooker. No. Hookers don't get married to the men who pay their bills, do they? They don't. No. No. They just let the men pay their bills for sexual so <laughs> I um, that's right and people shouldn't fucking call you a hooker if you're not a hooker and they deserve to get fucking sued and Rachel Maddow can suck it because mm. people get sued if they call people hookers when they're not hookers and you know what so what if I was hooker is that bothering you <laughs> it's not bothering me Why does any- I'd love to pay you for sex I would do it so good and <laughs> so you're probably quite expensive are very expensive my body is like a fine wine well, I want to say that I don't even understand why any man would even say bad things about hooker when all be, we exist because of them. Yeah, we want... Well, Rachel Maddow's not a man, but... Oh, no, she didn't no, say anything bad she, about that. You that's know right. what I yeah, say. Right. I get it. The, the yeah. man was the one to expose. Then other men come and go, she's hooker, she's whore, she's hooker. You, that's what you said when I was sucking your dick last night. Dang, Melania, you got a little latitude there. That makes me angry. Don't <laughs> d- say bad things about hookers. I know. You're we want, a hypocrite. We want, Julie and I want hookers to be legal. Hookers should be legal. They are people too. And less expensive. So when we use them, they don't break the bank. <laughs> that's right. Um, well, it was nice talking to you, bitch. Nice. Always. I love talking to you. And I'm going to get, make you cape. Oh, I'm going to make you uh, special arm capes for you. And oh, leg good. capes, too. Oh, leg capes. That's going to be great. That's going to be good. That's like a genie in a bottle. So, uh, thank you. There's that. <laughs> so, uh, that's it for the hangover episode of Dumb Gay Politics. I think it went from the hangover episode to the drunk again episode. <laughs> Make America drunk again. Well, all we can do now is keep the party going. That's right. It's our civic duty. Oh. And yeah, here's to President's Day. Let's do a toast with our last droplet of champagne. President's Day. Because honestly, it's President's Day every day on this show, isn't it? Because it's always about... A president. That's true. So post your questions on our Facebook fan page because we are definitely doing the question segment on next week's show. And yell at us on Twitter at Mr. Julie Goldman and at the Brandy Howard. We're really going to do really going to do the questions next week. So um, go on there, please, and join it. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay.
And, und it's been dumb. Und scheiße. Adios, bitches. Oh, what's buy in Russian? I don't know. Stolishnaya. <laughs> Oksana Bayul. I only know she's a Ukrainian. She's not even fucking Russian. Oksana Bayul. Oksana Bayul till next time. Bereshnikov. White night. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast. A dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B a a a a s. This shit is trumpanas. T r u m p a n a n a s. What? I don't know. I don't even know.